بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد بن عبد الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين Respected elders, dear brothers and sisters Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa ta'ala wa barakatuh We begin by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala For all of the blessings that He has bestowed upon us Indeed, these blessings are so many that if we tried to count them We would not be able to do so As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us وَإِن تَعُدُّوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَا تُحْسُوهَا We thank Allah Almighty with our hearts and our tongues. But we must also ensure that we thank Him with our actions. For indeed, disobeying and being disloyal to the one who has blessed us and given us so much and using those very gifts to commit this disobedience and disloyalty is a very serious form of unthankfulness. One of the gifts that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us is the ability, the power to influence others. The fact that you are here right now, it means that someone influenced you or at the very least aided you, assisted you in making the decision to come here so whether it was your parents who, who instilled in you the importance of Friday prayer of Salat al-Jama'ah or perhaps a book that you read an article that you came across a lecture that you heard or maybe a co-worker who encouraged you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put, put the desire in your heart through one of these means. And the desire was so strong, the desire and the realization of the importance of this act was so strong that it overcame all of the other temptations and activities that you could have done otherwise, that you could be doing right now, but instead you are here, mashallah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us all the ability in some way to directly or indirectly influence others. Parents have influence on their children especially during the formative years, for the first five to eight years of a child's life. When I look at my children, I can see right, the traits, some of the characteristics, some of the behaviors, and I know that they've picked it up either from myself or from, a, from their mother. Right? And it's not, they're not always positive, these characteristics. Sometimes they are, but not always. And we know that children pick up from their parents. My father as well would say the same thing, that when I was around five years old, he noticed something that led him to rethink his life. And that was that I was 
copying a lot of things that he was doing. So the way that he would behave, and the way he would do things, I would also try to emulate him as a five-year-old. So our parents, our friends, our colleagues, other family members, and even society in general have an influence upon us. Because society, we talk about society has become like this and society has become like that, but really, society is made up of individuals like you and me. Each of us has the power, even in the most challenging of circumstances, to influence others, even if it may be just a little bit. And even when we do something, even when we do something, it has an impact. It has an impact somewhere on something, no matter how small. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, that everything we do, everything that we do is recorded. But not just that. Also that the traces of our actions are also recorded. The traces of our deeds are also recorded. Meaning, their impacts, their effects, they're all recorded. Not just what we do, but what we leave behind in terms of effects. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Surah Yaseen إِنَّا نَحْنُ نُحْيِ الْمَوْتَى وَنَكْتُبُ مَا قَدَّمُوا وَآثَارَهُمْ That verily we give life to the dead and we record that which they send before them and their traces and their footsteps, the tracks, the impacts, the effects that they have left behind. So my brothers and sisters, not only are, not only are our deeds being recorded, but their effects are also being recorded. We talk about the environment, talk about climate change. Right? You hear the word carbon footprint. Right? So this is our deed footprint. This is our deed footprint. The deeds that I do, the actions that I do, what are their effects? Am I leaving behind pollution? Are my deeds, my actions, are they like pollution? that causes smog and pollutes the environment, creates trouble for others and make others sick or leads them to do the same. This is something for us to evaluate for ourselves, to examine ourselves, that what are the impacts and effects, perhaps unintended, of my deeds and my actions. Or are my deeds and actions and my words, are they so pure and pristine that they have a positive impact on others? So positive that when they come across our words, our actions, they also want to join in on the goodness. Where do our actions and our words lie on the spectrum? When it comes to influencing others directly and assisting others in doing something. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us very clear guidelines. Very simple, very clear guidelines. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Help each other in righteousness and piety. 
وَلَا تَعَاوَنُوا عَلَى الْإِثْمِ وَلَا عُدْوَانُ And do not help each other in sin and aggression. Now of course, that sounds very easy to understand. But how easy is it to apply and practice in our lives? Because every situation in which we are assisting another person, cooperating with someone, doing something, can apply in one of these two, situ- two scenarios. So, you know, whether it's an event that we're helping organize, maybe a project that we're working on, or we're helping someone and do something, we're providing assistance either by helping them out, or we're facilitating what they're doing. Right? This applies to all of that. And if that seems too far-fetched, then I would say it also applies to what we share with others. Not physically share, but virtually share. What do we forward on to others? Whether it's a picture, or a Facebook post, or a tweet, or a video clip, you know, something that we thought was really funny, but perhaps it contained something which was inappropriate, or indecent, not by society standards, by Islamic standards, by the standards of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? Today the standards have gone pretty low. Right? To the point where there's no haya, there's no shame, people can sit together, family members, children, adults, grandparents, parents, anyone, and they'll see something and they won't even blink. Right? Nothing, it's as if it's normal. Right? This is the level that we find ourselves at, unfortunately, generally. But we have to be careful about that. That's something we have to be conscious about. That's something we have to watch out for. Right? Yes, we like to entertain ourselves and we like to watch movies on Netflix and we like to go and take in a movie with the family and spend quality time. Yes, alhamdulillah, quality time is very good. But the time spent should be truly quality. It's not quality if it's lowering our level of haya and promoting shamelessness. Right? So this is something to be aware of. Right? So before we invite someone and show them something, get them to hear something, forward something on, just think about this first. That what am I sharing? What am I showing? What is the benefit? How important is it actually? And if, I, if, if, if this act of mine leads someone to commit a sin or do something which will be displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is it actually worth it? Is it so important for me to share this? Is it so important for this other person to know about this and watch this, that I'm willing to take that risk? But it's not just the direct influence that we should be paying attention to. Of course, it's very important. Directly influencing someone, directly assisting and cooperating in doing something. But we should also be paying attention to indirect influence. Indirect influence. Now there's two sides to this. The indirect influence could be wonderful. It could be very beneficial. It could prove to be a tremendous surprise on the Day of Judgment. But it's also more serious on the other side. Because we may not know about it we may not realize that we are having an indirect effect. That we are indirectly 
leading people to do something which is displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And perhaps Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will hold us to account for that. Once the Prophet ﷺ was in the masjid with his companions, some of his companions, and a party, a group of desert Arabs arrived. And they had traveled a long distance. And they were travel weary. They were in bad shape. You know, nowadays you come off a 30-hour flight trip with a few connections and you know, your eyes are red and you're all tired. You know, so back then it was much more difficult. Right? Travel wasn't as it is today, right? Even though yes, we adjust to it, and now a thirty-hour trip is difficult for us. But back then, it was completely different ball game. Anyway, so they arrived in, in in bad shape. They were barefoot, in rags. And after Dhuhr Salah, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam ascended the pulpit and encouraged his companions, radiyallahu anhum to give, to help out this group of travelers. And for some reason, the, the, the companions were a bit slow in giving. So giving, but you know, a little bit. And the displeasure could be seen in the face of the Prophet Right, And that's one of the, the characteristics, the qualities of the Prophet ﷺ, that when there was something that was displeasing, you could just first see it. The facial expression would change a little bit. And you can just tell that you know something is not right without even having to say anything. Right? You can tell. So the Prophet ﷺ tried to encourage, you know, give even, and that's where the hadith comes from, that even if it's you know a piece of a date, right, protect yourself from the fire of hell, even if with a piece of a date, not even a whole date, but a piece of a date. And then finally, a man came. A man came and the hadith actually does not mention his name, who this person was, but of course he was one of the companions. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with him. And he came with a big bag of silver. With a big bag of silver and he gave it. And then after that, everyone got encouraged. So then I said, okay, so this is the type of response that the Prophet ﷺ is looking for. And then they started giving and giving and giving. Even some of the most prominent of the companions started giving. And the Prophet ﷺ became happy. And then he said, that مَنْ سَنَّ فِي الْإِسْلَامِ سُنَّةً حَسَنَةً كَانَ لَهُ أَجْرُهَا That whoever starts or sets an example of something good in Islam will have a reward for it. And a reward similar to or equal to that of everyone who does it after him. SubhanAllah. And then the Prophet ﷺ added something else to that. Without that detracting from their reward in the slightest. The Prophet ﷺ went on as well, giving the opposite as well, that whoever starts or sets an example of something evil, something wrong in Islam, will bear the burden for that and a burden equal to that of everyone who does it after him without that detracting from their burden in the slightest. Okay? So you do something good. Okay? So this Sahabi who came and gave that bag of silver, 
Right? What is the Prophet ﷺ telling us? He gets the reward for his bag of silver, and because he got people going and giving, he also gets a reward equal to everyone else who got encouraged by him and who followed. Isn't that great? Right? So you do something. Right? You do it because you felt encouraged to do it to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You do your act and that's it. You don't give anymore, you don't do any more of that. Of course, if you do it, it will be great. But let's say you stop. But others were a witness to that. And they got encouraged, they got inspired by your act of goodness. And then they start. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving you the reward for all of that. And He's not taking away anything from those who are giving. And the, the, the opposite is also true. And that's the scary part. Right? That you commit a sin. You do something that encourages people to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Perhaps you don't realize how serious it is. Right? You, you think of it as something light. Even if it is light. Let's assume that it is light. Although you know, some of the scholars mentioned that even to consider a sin to be light and to continue doing it actually is, some, is like actually a major sin. Okay? So... Let's say you consider something to be light. You say, okay, it's not a big deal, I'll do it. And you set an example for others. And others also follow. Because you did it, and they are like, okay, yes, this is a good thing that we should do, even though it's not. And then that burden is adding up. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. There are similar ahadith as well. The Prophet says, you know, man da'a ila huda, that if anyone calls others to follow, you know, in righteousness, the right guidance, the right way, the right path, Right? And the same thing applies to that as well. So if we set a good example that leads others to do acts of goodness, or we revive a good practice which is found in Islamic teachings where people have stopped doing it, or we start a tradition that is based on Islamic values and it is done in a way that is permissible, then inshallah you will receive the reward of doing it and all the reward that follows. So you can imagine, you teach someone something, you do something positive, you do good, you leave it behind. And that's one of the forms of Sadaqatul Jariyah as well, perpetual charity. To leave behind knowledge which is beneficial. So people continue to benefit, and they pass it on to others. And you are the one, you know, in the chain, or you're the one who started it, who wrote a book, or taught someone something, or whatever it was. Inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will continue to give you for as long as that chain continues and as long as people continue to do good. So of course, my dear brothers and sisters, we must strive to do good and stay away from evil, but also ensure that the good that we do has, or all of our actions have positive influences and a positive impact on others. So let us examine. Let us examine our actions. Now a lot of times we, we worry too much about others. This is a common problem. Right? We worry too much about others. Okay, you know the saying, right? Mind your own business. Yes, it sounds rude. But really, it's something that we can all apply in our lives to a certain degree. And we're not saying this for any specific reason, for any incident that happened or anything like that. But just a general thought that it's very easy to be, become obsessed with the actions of others, what others are saying, what others are doing. Right? Yes, be aware, but spend more time, let us spend more time focusing 
and ourselves. Examining every deed, every word, every action. How pure and pristine are they? Because after all, we are going to have to answer for our actions to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not going to ask us, in most cases, from what it appears, about Bakr and about Zayd and about others. He's going to ask us first about our own actions. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't be concerned and that we shouldn't invite people towards good. We shouldn't stop, you know, discourage them from doing evil. Of course, Amr bin Ma'roof and Ayyad al-Munkar, very important part of Islamic teachings. But not to the exclusion of doing that to ourselves. Okay, so let us examine every word, every deed, every action. How pure and how pristine are they? What impact will they have on ourselves and also on others? What message are they sending? What messages are they sending to our family members, to our children, to people around us? What sort of trends are we helping develop that are going to lead people to follow them? Let us be seekers of good, those who look for opportunities to do good, and also do it in a way that would be encouraging to others. Let us become Influencers of good Sharers of positivity Those who champion Those who truly champion goodness And whose desire to do good And whose actions are so pure That they become contagious That they become contagious That it leads others to follow them In goodness May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Guide us all May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Make us the very best in our iman, in our words, in our deeds, in every way possible. Tonight, inshallah, we will be having a 